Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott, Kellen Kennedy with you. Orders now brought to you by World of Spas. They can, after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. In this hour for Montorio Homes, we will hook up with Rob Brown and our NHL insider, John Shannon, for legacy heating and cooling. Guests and Oilers now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. And try a Wagyu steak today at Japanese Village. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 7804960063. Get the new floors you always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday as we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Same number, 7804960063. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Bet on it. We hook up. Again, for Montorio Homes, developing customized homes perfectly built to your lifestyle. Visit Montorio, that's M-O-N-T-O-R-I-O dot C-A. We welcome back to the show, Inside the Game Analyst from the Oilers Radio Network. Rob Brown, hello, Rob. How are you? I'm very good, Bob. And you? Good. How much fun was that last night? Uh, it was awesome. I thought entertainment value, that game was great. Uh, I think that both teams played well enough to show their showcase their their skills and their their MVPs and their all stars, but I thought both teams made enough mistakes to make it make it even more exciting and entertaining. Uh, the end of the day, the the Oilers uh, both goaltenders played great, but the Oilers goaltender didn't make the mistake that Martin Jones made, and that was the difference in the hockey game. Um, obviously, there's much consternation in uh, in Toronto right now. Uh, how much of it was about the Maple Leafs and how much of it was about the Oilers last night? Well, I think it's a bit of both. Uh, I mean, the difference between the two teams, they both have high-end talent. I mean, we, we know what we have in Edmonton with Dreisaitl and McDavid and Hyman and Nugent Hopkins and, and so on. And we know what Toronto has. Marner, Matthews, Matthews I thought was great last night. Nylander, fantastic. Tavares. The difference between the two ga- the two teams are on the back end. Uh, they got Morgan Riley, who's an outstanding hockey player. And when he's on the ice, he's a difference maker. But then there's a huge drop-off after Riley. The Oilers, they've got Nurse. they got Ekholm. Those are two guys that can stop the cycle. They can stop the bleeding when things aren't going right for you. The Maple Leafs, when the Oilers started pushing, they didn't have that. As soon as Riley left the ice, the Leafs couldn't get out of their own zone. And then in net, I mean, Martin Jones, it's a nice story, but 
the one mistake he made was what cost him a hockey game. So uh, there, I said before, I, I like a lot of things about the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't know if looking at the Eastern Conference and some of the talented teams out there, I don't know if they're good enough with the current defense they have to move on in the playoffs. Where on the other hand, looking at the Edmonton Oilers, I like their defense. I mean, I like Nurse and Ekholm and CeCe's played well and Bouchard's having a great year. And then you go to the third pairing for the Oilers, that right now you have no fear of them being on the ice. So I think there's some things in Toronto they need to fix. But right now, everything's clicking for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, no, there's no question about that. Um, all right, Rob, so couple things here. Uh, you mentioned Stuart Skinner. He's 15-2, and two, by the way, with a 931 save percentage. He's stopping the puck, and he made some huge... He made more saves last night than he's had to make in some of the other victories for the Edmonton Oilers. I mean, clearly he's feeling it, but is, is it an easier job than it was earlier in this season as well? It is. Uh, we get asked a lot, uh, is Skinner playing better or are the Oilers playing better in front of him? I think it's a bit of both. But at the beginning of the season, the Oilers were bleeding odd men breaks against, breakaways, two-on-ones, three-on-twos. And there were no uh, reprieves for, for the goaltenders. It was it was high danger chance after high danger chance. And I don't care how good a goaltender you are, if you're facing that time after time, they're eventually going to leak by you. And they say, well, he's got to make a save. Well, he, he saved three breakaways. He can't save six. Uh, so the Oilers are playing much better defensively, but the confidence Skinner has right now is through the roof. There's just a calmness about him. And if you're on the bench looking back, the puck's in your own zone, you just feel confident that thing's not beating him. You just feel confident Skinner's going to make all the saves he can. Last night, the Leafs had a great start and easily could have been up 3 nothing after the first three shifts. Skinner made a couple big saves and set the tone for the rest of the night for, for what, what it was going to take for the Leafs to be able to beat him. The breakaway he saved on Nylander in the second period, huge, huge moment in the hockey game. So... Uh, I, I think that it's. I know that you have this show, and and we do the post game show. Reed and I, uh, the chatter about the Oilers needing a goaltender has quieted. Now maybe you upgrade on Calvin Pickard, but you certainly do not need to upgrade on Stuart Skinner. You don't need a one B because Stuart Skinner is the guy, and he's proven that over the last six weeks. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, so um, you know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's going, uh, it's going good right now for the Edmonton Oilers. That's an absolute given. Uh, do, do you think there's a sense of belief that just creeps in with the team right now that they know they can, they don't necessarily have to be great early. They just need to stay in the fight. Yes, I do believe that, and just hear the way they talk about 
the games afterwards. I, I mean, I loved it. It was about oh, a week ago, wherever it was, the game against Chicago, and Eklund came after the game and said, you know what, that wasn't good enough. There's an expectation now of how they're supposed to play and, and what they need to do to win hockey games. They are, if they're within a goal or two at any point in a hockey game, you may as well call it tied because they they have full confidence that they are going to score enough goals to win hockey games. Uh, they are learning how to win everything. They can win a game 7-4. They can win a game 2-1. And if you want to be a great team, a championship team, you're going to have to do that eventually. Uh, there's, I, I, I believe at times over the last number of years, the Oilers have played arrogant. And that is where, an arrogance where they, oh, you know, we can make the mistakes. We're just going to outscore the mistakes. I think at the beginning of the season this year, with all the headlines and all the talk about Stanley Cup or bust, I believe the Oilers started the season playing arrogant. I think now they're confident. They know how good they are, but they also know how they have to play, how they have to play the proper way. And there's a big difference between what they're playing now and what they did at the beginning of the season. There is a confidence about this hockey club. And as a, a fan and as someone that works for the team, there's a confidence every time the others take the ice that they're going to be the better of the two teams. And over the last uh, six, seven weeks, it's certainly proved to be that. You brought something up that I want to discuss, and you brought it up after the game. The death move by Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch to run McLeod. We've not seen McLeod of dry settlement. I can't ever recall seeing that trio together. But they went out there, and they faced a tired Maple Leaf line, and that ultimately won them the game. Well, it was smart. You have uh, Connor McDavid, who's the fastest player in the world. You got Ryan McLeod, who is the second fastest player on the team, and then you have Leon Draisaitl, who's your well, he's all world. You're facing a tired group. The Maple Leafs were exhausted. They had iced the puck. They didn't get a chance. They couldn't change. They were tired. And I think what the coaching staff and Nodlock looked at, he said, "Okay, let's take advantage of it." Normally, you're running out Connor and Leon and somebody to Hyman or Nugent Hopkins or Kane, but he put speed out there. He put someone there, okay, if we're going to catch these guys, let's use it with speed. And McLeod had been playing well. And when he talked about it after the game, Knobloch said, I had a gut feeling. The kid was playing well. We looked at minutes. His legs would be fresh. And he put him on the ice. And not only does it won them a game, but just think about the confidence that McLeod's going to have going forward. He was put out in a big moment, and he produced. So he, I do believe, and we've talked about it a lot, I believe he's going to be on the third-line centerman as this season moves on. But now as a third-line center, he has that confidence in himself to be able to create plays and come up big in big moments. So I think that was uh, a, a double bonus for the Edmonton Oilers and Chris Knobloch. He got the two points, but he also built a confidence in, in Ryan McLeod that, all right, I can put you in a certain situation and know that you're going to come up big in that situation. So now Ryan McLeod, maybe he now drives the line with something that wasn't happening earlier in the season. you got to love the atmosphere that was in the building last night. And, uh, Rob, and I know you did Toronto. I did a couple of Toronto shows as well over the last couple of days. Man, oh, man. Um, I mean, it was bittersweet for Oilers fans there last night, wasn't it? Well, yeah, it was. It's funny. They, uh, I, I don't know who does the jumbotron or the cameras, but it was kind of smart or, or creative how 
showing all the Maple Leaf fans leaving for the after the empty net goal. It just kind of as the players sitting on the bench, they can look up and see that. You got a big roar from the other fans in the stand seeing that. Uh, the, the Leafs are going through a tough stretch right now. And Oilers fans know what that's like the first month and a half of the season. Our shows, you know what our shows are like? When, we, when the Oilers win, we get three or four calls. When the Oilers lose, we get 30 or 40. So the Maple Leaf fans, there's probably a little bit of worry. And there should be. Their, their, their defense, I do not believe, is good enough right now. And uh, when it, and they're losing leads, teams that lose leads don't have players they can put out there and trust to put out there to get a job done, to bring it on home. And I think that's the biggest thing for the Leafs right now, where the Oilers last year made a huge trade, got Matthias Ekholm. He's a guy you can put out in the last two minutes of a period, last two minutes uh, of a game. And you have the other pairing where you have CeCe and Nurse who play all the heavy men. So the Oilers have four players that they can put out in the last two, three minutes of a game to bring it on home. The Leafs don't have that. And to me, that's why right now, the Edmonton Oilers sit a little bit better looking forward oh, yeah. on what they could do come playoff time. I don't think there's any question about that. I think Edmonton needs to add more speed and size into their bottom six. Uh, Dylan Holloway, tonight might be his last night in the minors. I mean, it's entirely possible that he plays Saturday in Calgary. You and me are both believers in his. Do you think he can uh, assist the Oilers in upgrading their forward groups a bit? Oh, 100%. And in a perfect world, I have him in my top six. I have him playing with Leon Dreisaitl. Uh He he brings speed. He brings grit. He brings toughness. Uh, he's a guy that has scored at all the other levels. Uh, now, obviously, it's not done in the NHL level. And there's going to be a learning curve. But he has all the intangibles, things that you want in a player up there. And all of a sudden, if you put him up there and you can bring a Fogel back, now you got a confident Fogel, a confident McLeod on your third line, just think how much better you are as a hockey team. So, yes, I think Dylan Holloway is going to be an ad. And, it, and going forward, that's, it's almost like you're making a trade. You're adding a player without giving anything up because he's already here in your organization. I do believe Dylan Holloway makes the Edmonton Oilers a better hockey club. All right. Uh, Seattle and Edmonton's beaten them twice this year. The Krakens, a little bit of illness running through their team. They're at the end of a six-game road trip. They're flying across the country. The Oilers got to capitalize on that, don't they, Rob? Well, they do. Three games and four nights, and two of the games were played on the East Coast. It's, gonna, it's a tough stretch for Seattle. They had such a good run going. Uh, they ran into a big injury. Matty Veneers out. Uh, they are a tough out. They're a good hockey club. They run four lines deep. But I think, again, the way the Oilers are playing right now, I believe the Oilers are the better team every time they suit up if they go out and play the way they're supposed to be playing. And they have done that on a consistent basis. Seattle's good. But the only thing you don't want to be is if you're an Oiler player, you do not want to be looking forward to the Saturday game, don't which be is the one that the entire city is waiting for. But, yeah, you don't want to be complacent. I don't. The leadership group that the Oilers have, I can't see them being complacent. And of all the games, again, the game against Seattle is more important than the game against the Oilers. It's a team that you're battling with a play, for a playoff spot for. So I believe the Oilers will be up and ready for it. All right, that's Rob Brown. Thanks, Rob. We'll see you tomorrow. Sounds good, Bob. Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network is brought to you by Montorio Homes, developing customized homes perfectly built to your lifestyle. Visit montorio.ca. It is 619 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. This is Oilers Now. Probably not a surprise after what happened on the weekend, but we have a significant firing in the National Football League. 
Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It is 622 in Edmonton. The Dallas Cowboys have fired head coach Mike McCarthy. Not a surprise. Good regular season, couldn't win in the playoffs. He's the Bruce Boudreaux of uh, NFL head coaches. What do you think? That's not exclusive to him, though. The Cowboys fit that exact same description as a whole. So there's not memes made about Mike McCarthy. I'm sure there is, actually, when I think about it. But the meme is the Dallas Cowboys cycle of perpetual hope and then, uh, you know, overachieving. Good good but not great quarterbacks. They start to falter and and then they crap out in the playoffs, and it is almost to a T every single time. And it, I think people just get such a rise out of it because of how many people cheer for the Cowboys from all across America, or I guess Canada. You should have seen what it was like in the late 70s, early 80s, man. Like, the Cowboys, I mean, when Roger Staubach was their quarterback and they won the Super Bowl, like, 77... They were, and you had the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, and you had the infamous line with Phyllis George interviewing Roger Staubach that creeped out all of his kids after. I have as much sex as Joe Namath. I just have it with one woman. He actually, yes, that's he said it on national TV. I think you can say that when, I mean, that's what the guy said. Uh, you, you never heard about this story? Oh, yeah, it's like Roger was like the squeaky. I mean, he, he won the Heisman Trophy at Navy, did not play for five years, and then came back in and ended up becoming a Hall of Fame NFL quarterback. He did his Navy training and did not play. And, uh, by the way, he's worth about $600 million. He's bailed out several of his Dallas. Roger Staubach's one of my favorite. Dale Murphy of the Atlanta Braves, who I personally met, Roger Stop Dale Murphy was a two-time National League MVP in the early 80s when WTBS was a mammoth superstation back in the day. Roger Staubach with the Cowboys. Those are two of my favorites of all time. Yes. I have another one. Johan Cruyff. I like Johan Cruyff. They're not the best team in Texas right now. I'm just going to throw that out there. They're not the best team in Texas. They're not. They're not in the playoffs while the Texans are, but I think that the way Houston surged this season. Look what Houston got. They got a number one quarterback and a number one rush in. What else can you ask for? Right? They got the number two and number three pick and hit the home run on both guys with the coach of the year. They went from the outhouse to the proverbial penthouse in one season. And they're going to lose their offensive coordinator as a result. Bobby Slowick, now the latest of the uh, Shanahan tree to probably get hired away. So tell me this, they got any chance against the Ravens? I mean, I'd like to believe so, but it is going to be very difficult to contain Lamar Jackson the way that they contained uh, who they played last week. doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. But you got a, a quarterback that mobile. Yeah. It's going to be real difficult, in my opinion, to keep them under wraps the whole game. That said, they, they uh, was looked... Was Flacco that was a quarterback Yeah, exactly. Last week for... So that's pretty statuesque in comparison. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to hold out optimism because, of course, this has been a lot of fun to cheer with, but good grief. This Does is Jack be Michaels owe you dinner after that? Uh... I didn't throw any shots across the bow, and I probably should have at least sent him a text message to see if I can't get a oh, steak. Oh, he was not happy. It's kind of like watch. <laughs> You can ask Cam Moon when Alabama's not playing. And by the way, Alabama lost three starting uh, freshman All-Stars today in the transfer portal. So three guys that were out, like Caleb Downs, a 
probably two of the three guys will be number one picks or first round picks. The NFL they lost yeah, big changes. That, 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 this this whole transfer portal is crazy. Free agency can give and it can take well, away. Like, I guess. Like, damn it! If the coaches can sit there and bounce from school to school, why can't the kids? I got no problem with that. Sorry, I worked at universities and at the University of Alberta. I see how it works, and I think that they're. I, I think you know. I'll give you an example. Uh, Brendan Gooley is at the University of Alberta right now. Okay, now he's played pro for. I think if you're attending the school, it doesn't matter how long you played pro, you should be allowed to play. If you're, it, there shouldn't be a limit, a term length on how long. Like it's five years in Canada and four years in the states, right? And then you can get special circumstances. I think as long as you're a registered full-time student in the university, you should be allowed to play at that school. Why not? You're going to school. Why, why do we sit there and have stupid four-year limits? Which is not to say, hey, you, you come out after three years for the NFL draft or whatever. I'm just saying, if you're a registered full-time student, you should be allowed to play on any team you want. And there shouldn't be an age restriction. So if you play 12 years pro and come back and go to the U of A at 30 as a hockey player, you should be allowed to play. All right, let's do this. Uh, with close to 35 years in business, Brent Ridge Ford has many long-term loyal customers. If you currently own an F-150, get up to 16000 By the way, we didn't even discuss what I wanted to discuss. I'm coming right back to you, Brendan. Uh, 16k off a new F-150. If you want to be treated fairly at every aspect of vehicle ownership and get award-winning service, call our friends at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. As for Rich, Johnny, and Uncle Bilton sales are Kevin, Margie, and Mike in service. Remember, cars cost less than Wachaskin. Here it goes. There, you know who's the, you know what's one of the most forgotten parts of the Oilers' success here? Matthias Eckholm. Do you know what the team's record is with Ekholm in the lineup? 42, 16, and 2 in 60 games. It's a 733 winning percentage. And he was coming off an injury at the start. Of, he missed the first game of the year, the 8-1 loss. To me, not a coincidence. Wasn't very good for the first 10 games coming off that core injury. And then as he got healthy and as McDavid got healthy, this team flipped the switch. The guy, think about what he's done. He's settled down Bouchard 5-on-5. Five five. He's eased the workload on Darnell Nurse. He's formed an excellent penalty-killing tandem with uh, Vincent D'Arnais. And guess what he's going to do next year? Help bring Broberg along. Awesome pickup. It, it's a, they smashed that one out of the park, and I think more so than anybody knew possible at the time. He's just had such a ripple effect through the team. It's been amazing to watch. Yeah, absolutely. All right, James Dunn has a Global News Weather Traffic Update. When we come back, John Shannon will discuss why weren't the Oilers and the Leafs on national TV last night? This is Oilers Now.